Section 80. The earliest written history by Joseph Smith, Jr., written in the summer of 1832, and never prepared for publication. A History of the Life of Joseph Smith, Jr., an account of his marvelous experience and of all the mighty acts which he does in the name of Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God of whom he bears record. And also an account of the rise of the Church of Christ in the eve of time, according as the Lord brought forth and established by his hand. Firstly, he receiving the testimony from on high. Secondly, the ministering of angels. Thirdly, the reception of the holy priesthood by the ministering of angels to administer the letter of the gospel, the law and commandments as they were given unto him, and the ordinances. Fourthly, a confirmation and reception of the high priesthood after the holy order of the Son of the living God. Power and ordinance from on high to preach the gospel in the administration and demonstration of the Spirit, the keys of the kingdom of God conferred upon him, and the continuation of the blessings of God to him, etc. I was born in the town of Sharon in the state of Vermont, North America, on the 23rd day of December, A.D. 1805, of goodly parents who spared no pains instructing me in the Christian religion, at the age of about 10 years, my father Joseph Smith Sr. moved to Palmyra, Ontario County in the state of New York, and being in indigent circumstances, were obliged to labor hard for the support of a large family, having nine children and as it required the exertions of all that were able to render any assistance for the support of the family, therefore we were deprived of the benefit of an education. Suffice it to say, I was merely instructed in reading, writing, and the ground rules of arithmetic, which constituted my whole literary acquirements. At about the age of twelve years, my mind became seriously impressed with regard to the all-important concerns for the welfare of my immortal soul, which led me to searching the scriptures, believing as I was taught that they contained the word of God. Thus applying myself to them, and my intimate acquaintance with those of different denominations, led me to marvel exceedingly, for I discovered that they did not adorn their profession by a holy walk and godly conversation agreeable to what I found contained in that sacred depository. This was a grief to my soul. Thus, from the age of twelve years to fifteen, I pondered many things in my heart concerning the situation of the world of mankind, the contentions and divisions, the wickedness and abominations, and the darkness which pervaded the minds of mankind. My mind became exceedingly distressed, for I became convicted of my sins, and by searching the scriptures I found that mankind did not come unto the Lord, but that they had apostatized from the true and living faith, and there was no society or denomination that built upon the gospel of Jesus Christ as recorded in the New Testament. And I felt to mourn for my own sins and for the sins of the world, for I learned in the scriptures that God was the same yesterday, today, and forever, that he was no respecter to persons, for he was God. For I looked upon the sun, the glorious luminary of the earth, and also the moon, rolling in their majesty through the heavens, and also the stars shining in their courses, and the earth also upon which I stood, and the beasts of the field, and the fowls of heaven, and the fish of the waters. And also man walking forth upon the face of the earth in majesty and in the strength of beauty, whose power and intelligence in governing the things which are so exceedingly great and marvelous, even in the likeness of him who created them. And when I considered upon these things, my heart exclaimed, Well has the wise man said, It is a fool that says in his heart, There is no God. My heart exclaimed, All these bear testimony and bespeak an omnipotent and omnipresent power, a being who makes laws, and decrees and binds all things in their bounds, who fills eternity, 
who was, and is, and will be from all eternity to eternity. And when I considered all these things, and that that being seeks such to worship him as worship him in spirit and in truth, therefore I cried unto the Lord for mercy, for there was none else to whom I could go and obtain mercy. And the Lord heard my cry in the wilderness, and while in the attitude of calling upon the Lord, a pillar of light, above the brightness of the sun at noonday, came down from above and rested upon me. And I was filled with the Spirit of God, and the Lord opened the heavens upon me, and I saw the Lord, and he spake unto me, saying, Joseph, my son, your sins are forgiven you. Go your way, walk in my statutes, and keep my commandments. Behold, I am the Lord of glory. I was crucified for the world, that all those who believe on my name may have eternal life. Behold, the world lies in sin at this time, and none does good, no, not one. They have turned aside from the gospel and keep not my commandments, they draw near to me with their lips while their hearts are far from me, and my anger is kindling against the inhabitants of the earth, to visit them according to their ungodliness and to bring to pass that which has been spoken by the mouth of the prophets and apostles. Behold and lo, I come quickly, as it is written of me, in the cloud, clothed in the glory of my Father. And my soul was filled with love, and for many days I could rejoice with great joy, and the Lord was with me, but I could find none that would believe the heavenly vision, nevertheless, I pondered these things in my heart.